Have you realized yet that your purpose in life is constantly evolving? The thing is, it can only evolve, grow, and expand to the extent you're willing to do the work to heal. That's why I've created a transformative half-day virtual event designed for purpose chasers who want to integrate their authentic selves in every aspect of their life. Together, we're going to co-create conversations around reflecting on current patterns, amplifying your genuine desires, prioritizing fulfillment over the facade of what you should do, and we'll talk about achieving actual tangible results. I believe our work together will have a profound impact on your life as we break you out of autopilot, scale your potential, and set you up to attract everything you say you desire. Plus, this space will be an enjoyable and supportive environment for new connections with like-hearted purpose chasers from all over the world. Together, we will laugh, dance, and maybe cry, but we'll be doing the work together. If this speaks to your soul and you want to detox and release what's no longer serving you so you can live fully in the pillars of redefining wealth, tickets are currently complimentary for this half day of coaching, training, and co-creating a new blueprint for your heart's desires directly with me. So grab your ticket today at patricewashington.com slash soul detox. That's patricewashington.com slash soul detox. This is beyond your comfort zone to say the least. It's uncomfortable and it's confusing and you don't know what to expect, but it's also a necessary part of growth. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Wealth. If you are brand new here, here's what you need to know. In this community, we believe that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. We believe in the 12th century definition of wealth, which is the condition of well-being. And so every week we seek to unpack all these other areas of life that either will accelerate our wealth building or really repel it altogether. And I think a lot of times we're self-sabotaging and don't even realize it. So here, how we kind of work through that is through the six pillars of wealth. And so again, if you're brand new, head to patricewashington.com forward slash start here, and you'll learn all about the six pillars and how those connect to how you likely are dealing with money and finances. Now, for me, these last three months, this last month in particular, for real, for real, but these last three months have felt like the longest two years of my life. <laughs> I don't know about you. So I have been counting down, waiting for the month of July to do summer rewinds. And that just means I'm pulling out some of my favorite episodes from the last couple years. I have four of them for you that we will revisit. And if you've heard them before, do not skip ahead or don't think, oh, I don't need that because sometimes things just hit a little differently based on where you are. And I know for me, these episodes that I chose for the month of July, they are hitting differently, not just because of the pandemic and protest. I've had deaths in the family. You know, I've had a bunch of stuff going on, quite frankly. And these are some of the things that I needed to remind myself of. And so I'm hoping that as you find yourself gearing up for this second half of 2020, that these are a blessing to you as well. So it's going to have 2018 references. Slide right over that. It's still applicable. It's still relevant today. And I believe it'll be a blessing. So let's dig in.
as we begin our countdown, we have roughly 60 days left in this year. I can't even believe how 2018 has flown by. But I know that this is typically the time of year when you see many of us in social media in particular talking about finishing strong. And even I typically do an entire push to do that, right? And to help you work through your goals and get those last minute goals in. And I'll actually link to that episode from last year in the show notes. But I wanted to use this opportunity to do something a little different because after coming off the challenge in so many different areas that I've really pushed myself in this year, I just really felt led to remind you of something that you can especially use right now, something you can always use, but especially right now. And that's just a reminder that at all times and in all seasons, you have to be willing to give God something to bless. Now, I know, like myself, that you probably set a bunch of goals at the beginning of the year. You had a vision for how 2018 would pan out. You high-fived your significant other and you made vision boards with your girlfriends and you said, this is it. This is the year that I am going to get everything out there for me. And now that the year is winding down and you're starting to assess what's worked and possibly what didn't work, it's important that you have a serious conversation with yourself. It really is to figure out if you have really given it your all. And so again, this can be coupled with the tips I normally give on finishing strong. But as you know, I'm really big on more than just skill set. We have to really tackle some of the mindset stuff, right? Because you can know what to do all day long. That's knowledge and information. But wisdom is having the mindset that tells you how and when to apply the knowledge that you have. And so I want to give you a few things to consider as you look at the last 60 days of the year. You have about a good eight weeks to really still get some things accomplished. And I want to help you figure out what it is you can put out there that will make you feel, even if you didn't get it right the first 10 months of the year, make you feel like, you know what, I still gave it all I could. I wasn't going to settle or allow anything to stop me. And so here's the first thought that I want you to consider. Confusion can only paralyze us if we allow it. Confusion can only paralyze us if we allow it. Now, why do I start with that? My sense is, and I get this first and foremost from myself, but then second from the women that I coach every day. When we are not completely clear about what the next steps are, we often spend time becoming information gatherers and going in circles and circles and circles or not going in circles at all, just doing nothing. And I understand that in life, there are going to be seasons where your mind cannot understand the circumstances that you're in. Like your mind cannot perceive what the heck is going on. We know that there's a goal out there. We know there's a vision way over yonder, but there seems like so many steps needed to get there. And because we can't look off into the distance and figure out what that is and what that is, it's just very hazy. It's fuzzy. We just do nothing. And we rather stand here and ask people or Google or look for better binoculars, but we don't take. 
the next best step. And I want to submit to you this idea that you have to become comfortable in the confusion. Because anytime you are exploring new territory, anytime you are venturing to go where you've never been, you are putting yourself out there in circles and spaces where you would never have done that before. Like you are completely out there on unsafe terrain, right? This is beyond your comfort zone to say the least. It's uncomfortable and it's confusing and you don't know what to expect, but it's also a necessary part of growth. And in the past, I've done episodes about surrendering. And one of the popular episodes actually on the podcast is called You Can't Be Selective with Surrender. And we'll link to it in the show notes. You can't be selective with surrender. But in the confusion is where you have to be willing to surrender the most. And trust that even though it's fuzzy and your eyes are blurry and you just can't make it out clearly, like what this whole path looks like, even though you can see the end product, you just can't figure out what all is going on on this path. The truth is, if you knew what was going on on the path, you would turn around and run. If I knew all of the things that I would come up against on this journey, and I mean, just in the last 18 months of doing Redefining Wealth, if I knew the charlatans I would meet and the opposition I would be up against, I would not be here. No one is that fearless and that amazing and that great that, they, no, if you knew, if you could see it clearly, sometimes you just can't see it until you get closer. But getting closer requires you taking the next best step and then the next best step. And then what was once super fuzzy now becomes to like in focus. But the truth is that if you allow yourself to submit to the confusion and allow it to cause you this space of just analysis paralysis and never doing anything, these next 60 days are going to go by and you'll be no closer. Even in all of the uncertainty and all of the uncomfortability, it is still such a blessing to see the good things that have come out of taking the next best step and moving forward when I didn't see the whole staircase or taking the, you know, literally the next best step when I couldn't see the whole staircase. I'm so glad I didn't know, but I'm also glad about the confusion that I've been in because it's forced me to meet new people. It's forced me to ask for help. It's forced me to invest in myself in different ways. It's forced me to just stretch. But that confusion can force you to stretch or it can force you to settle. And the beautiful thing is that you get to choose. You get to choose. And you get to look at every instance of confusion as another opportunity to just create something magical. You get to believe that there is something magical and purposeful and just necessary on the other side of whatever confusion you feel today. But if you're waiting to know it all, you're going to wait forever. If you're waiting to have all the answers before you move forward, you're going to go to your grave 
with the best idea, the best book, the best podcast, the best recipes, the best fashion designs, whatever you were called to be, you're going to go to your grave with the best of it. And the world will never know. Some of you feel confused about how you go global. I would say get clarity around how you go local first. Everybody wants to be an international superstar. Everybody wants the world to know their name. There is nothing wrong with being known in your community first. There's nothing wrong with that. And for you, that may be the next best step. And the clarity that you want about how to grow your platform to something global or how to take your message global, you're going to learn those lessons while you're working out the kinks of being confused right where you are. They're just kinks. They're not knots. And even a knot can be untied. It doesn't have to be a barrier, right? It doesn't have to be a barrier unless you allow it to be. So as you think about finishing strong and getting things done, if you're like myself, like I've been in the past or like many of us where you would, you would have, could have, should have did it. If it's because you're just confused, accept that that is a part of the process and become comfortable with the confusion. The next thing that I want you to consider, and I know this is something you have likely heard me say before, but I truly believe that God knows what you're waiting on when he sees what you're working on. God knows what you're waiting on when he sees what you're working on. And I find in particular as a Christian that in the places that I've grown up and gone to church, that there's a lot of people who have a tendency to subscribe to a wait on the Lord philosophy which really to me doesn't necessarily help anything move forward when you look at waiting as something that's passive. I love that Joe Osteen, I heard say one time, waiting is actively expecting. Waiting is actively expecting. And so that means that even if you feel like you haven't been released to go full throttle, there's something that you can be doing in the meantime. There are some steps that you can be putting into place. There are some aspects of your life you can be getting ready. You know, this even relates to relationships. I've had so many friends who've talked about waiting on their Boaz. (laughs) They're waiting on this great man to come. In the meantime, how are you working on yourself? Because I believe that when we submit ourselves and show ourselves approved, then we can show that, okay, in the meantime, I've been doing This, I've been working on my fit pillar, my people pillar, my space pillar, my faith pillar, my work pillar, my money pillar. I've been working on all these things so that when that opportunity arises or when that significant other shows up in my life or when anything comes, I'm ready. That's the point in the pillars. The pillars are all based on us taking action and then expecting those actions to have a positive effect. So when we talk about giving God something to bless, it's literally, what are you doing while you're waiting? Because God knows what you're waiting on. You don't have to keep praying about it and saying it over and over again and telling other people. Either you're doing or you're not. There's no in between. And we love to kind of straddle the fence in this gray area. But the fact of the matter is either you are doing or you're not. 
Waiting is actively expecting. Waiting is doing all you can do and then standing. Waiting is not doing nothing and thinking that people or opportunities are supposed to magically show up for you. So with the next 60 days, what are you going to work on? And remember, God uses people. And I always tell you that there's always people watching you who have the power to bless you. What are they watching you do? For the next 60 days, what can we watch you do? Not can we, what can we watch you talk about? Not what can we watch you think about? Not what can we watch you pretend to ask people about and then do nothing with the advice they give you? <laughs> Literally, what can we watch you do? If there was someone watching you right now who had the power to bless you, who actually God sent into your life, into your environment, into your office, into your workspace, into your school, into wherever. If he sent them right now and they just sat there and watched you, what would they know you were looking for next? Would they be able to tell by the way you showed up that you were ready for the next big client, that you were ready to take on a deal, that you were ready to lead a team, that you were ready to buy a home, that you were ready to be debt free, that you were be like, could anyone tell that by watching you and your current actions? Or would watching you confuse them because what you were saying and what you were doing were two totally different things? You have to ask yourself. Can God see what I'm waiting on based on what I'm working on? Or is he supposed to take my lip service as the final say? And the last thing is that if you are working and waiting on this blessing, are you willing to invest in whatever it takes to get you there. Because while I do believe in favor, I believe in supernatural favor. And I know that I have had many opportunities to do things that I can raise my hand and say, in all honesty, I probably was not qualified for at the time. I can say that with all sincerity, that I know there were people who were more qualified, you know, had more practice, all these things. But I also know that I didn't let my confusion slow me down. And I continue to move forward and press forward. And I continue to work and show God what I was waiting on because he kept seeing me work, right? But the other thing that I've been very deliberate about is investing in the areas where I knew I needed support. And we've talked about that with Are You Coachable? That was one of the episodes we did most recently. Are you willing to invest in yourself? Now, if you're waiting on something and you're saying that you know that you are ready for whatever it is you're saying you're ready for, are you willing to bet on yourself? See, I find that a lot of times we want people to bet on us, but we haven't bet on us. We want people to invest in our business idea, but we haven't invested in having a business coach help us flush out the business idea or write the business plan or create the more professional deck or work on our presentation skills or get the media coaching. I think it's fascinating that so many people are waiting for these, again, global opportunities and these 
big opportunities, but you haven't invested in helping you master the little pieces that lead up to being ready and qualified for that big thing. See, I may not have been qualified based on some people's standards the first time I went on national television, but you best believe well before getting there, I had already invested in media coaching. So some people might say that I wasn't qualified to get my book deal with a major publisher and have my book in Walmarts and Targets and Barnes and Nobles all over the country. But you better believe from the first time I self-published, I invested $500 in a self-publishing course that taught me the ins and outs of the basic process. And now not only have I done that several times over and then added my own systems and things that I've learned along the way and taught my clients how to do it as well, but I understood the process, but I invested in that first. So when it came time to have those conversations, that seed had already been planted, but the seed wasn't planted for free. I invested in that, right? And I think sometimes while we're waiting, we misunderstand and think that all these things are supposed to fall into our laps. No, some of these things, they they flourish and they happen because you wouldn't put yourself in that space. So you may have had to leave some girlfriends behind, but you invested in that seminar and you went across the country by yourself and said, you know what, if I have to meet new friends when I get there, I'm willing to do that. If you didn't have a lot of money at the time, but you saw a $50 digital product about improving your credit and you said, you know what? I don't know about these credit repair specialists and all this for $2,000, but let me learn the terminology that I need to know and the ins and outs of how I can do this by myself, at least for this $50 program, right? Like I am floored by how many people are not willing to invest in themselves and in the support that they need, but they are frustrated and flabbergasted when they have friends and family or others who won't invest in them. I think that we teach people how to treat us. And I think that honestly, I have had the investment from others into my life. People have come into my life and sown so greatly and I continue to be grateful. I continue to be grateful for the people who have gone over and above for me in different areas of my career and my personal life. But I also know that they see me continuously investing in improving my life in those areas as well. Because you have to participate in your own rescue. Nobody is going to come in and save you. And I I know that as a believer, again, we refer to the Lord or Jesus Christ as our savior, but that does not mean that you don't participate, that you don't give God something to bless, that you don't sow a seed into yourself, that people can't tell what you're waiting on because they don't ever see you working on anything, that you don't allow confusion to just paralyze you and stop you in your tracks every time you don't know something instead of figuring out the answer or pushing forward in spite of Now, what should be a one-day turnaround takes you six months. I'm reminded every day as I continue to think about different people in my life who have passed away in their late 20s, their 30s, their 40s, their early 50s, that life is too short to not just keep giving God something that he can use to keep helping you advance forward. 
It's not that he needs your help, but my Lord, invest in yourself. I feel like I have a responsibility and a duty to keep going because I'm blessed to be a blessing. Like this life is not my own. And the more you continue to hoard your gifts and your talents and your skills and make it about you and what time you have and what time you don't have and who you like and who you don't like and who you, I'm not falling for this and I'm not falling for that and they're not going to catch me. No, at the end of the day, you're going to go through another year in the same place. Doesn't that bother you? Doesn't that tick you off? Doesn't that annoy you? I want new problems in 2019. I don't want to still be confused about the things that I was confused about in 2017 and 2019. I don't want to still be saying what I haven't done and what I can't do. And I was talking about that January 2018. I'm not going to talk about that January 2019. Maybe I haven't rolled out the plan, but please know that there's plans and preparations in place and it's coming. I don't believe I can do everything at once. And I believe in doing a few things a million times until it's mastered and then adding the next thing. And I'm good with that. But what I won't do is still run in circles talking about I'm confused about something and that's why I have done nothing on it. Because after some periods of confusion, you have to go, I've brought myself as far as I can take myself. Now let me invest in getting the help I need to take me to the rest of it, to get me to the vision or to get me to that next major milestone. And so while I don't have, this is how you set goals and this is what I do for you today, I did just want to shake you up a little bit and remind you, you have 60 days left. You have 60 days left to make sure that 2018 was what you wanted it to be. And it didn't matter if you hit that goal in May Or if you hit it on December 31st, if you hit it, you hit it. And if you make great progress on it, then wonderful and kudos to you. But I don't have the finished strong steps for this episode, but I do want you to fight for what's rightfully yours because that blessing is already there. But how many of us just don't walk up to it and get it? How many of us just leave it sitting out there? I would rather walk in in what I believe may be the right direction blindfolded, but I'm going to make progress. What I'm not going to do is because there's a little blur. Is sit down in Indian style and stop where I am. No, I'm not taking up residency here when I know that everything that is for me is over there. I got to keep moving in that direction. And that's in every area of life. So yes, I have fitness goals for 2019. I already kind of have outlined, but guess what I was doing by taking that six week hard body challenge? Was giving God something to bless. I was planting the seed, testing it out. I invested in it. I got the support that I needed. And I believe that taking care of myself in that way is really just a setup for many great things to come. The last time that I went really hard on my fitness and getting really clear about listening to my body in an extreme way, like hiring a nutritionist and getting back in the gym and, you know, just really went all out and learned a lot about myself. Within months, I was invited 
to do a nationally syndicated talk show within months. And when I look back on that time on my life, I see that while I was feeling just this tug, if you will, to get it in order and to be clear about what I needed and what I wanted, I felt that it was just a tug, but it was really God all along planting the seed to prepare me for what was to come. And so that's the other thing. If you feel a tug in any one of these pillars, please know that there is something on the other side of this. If you're feeling like, man, I got to get this mental fitness in order. I got to get physically fit. I got to improve my relationships. I got to improve my spiritual life. Please know that there is a reason for that. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Do what you can do. Do all you can do and then stand. And let that be your reminder, your thought for the next 60 days. I'm going to do all I can do and then stand. I heard someone recently say that God has something amazing to do with you and through your life. And you know that that's true because in the year of your birth, God saw a void and sent you because you were literally the only one who could do it. And every time I think about giving up, I think about giving in to my confusion. I think about calling my procrastination, waiting on the Lord. (laughs) Every time I get into that place, what I remind myself is that in the year of my birth, 1981, God saw a void and he sent me. He sent me to deliver redefining wealth to you. He sent you to deliver whatever that thing is that you do better than anyone else around you with the least amount of effort. And whatever year you were born, he looked around, he saw a void and he said, I'm sending her, I'm sending him. And to not do our parts and give him something to bless is not only doing ourselves a disservice, it's not only preventing us from getting to the wealth that we desire and the wealth we deserve, but it's an insult to the creator who saw the void and sent you in the place. So whatever you have to do and whoever you need to become in these next several weeks to get this done, I want to encourage you to walk in that boldly and to just get it done. No more excuses, no more rationalizations, which as you know, I say is rationing out lies. No more of whatever has held you back for the last 10 months. It is time to execute like you never have before and get things done. Hopefully that blesses you. Feel free to leave a rating or a review if you are new. I hope this was a blessing to you and make sure you subscribe. New episodes come out each and every Thursday. And again, I thank you so much for being in this community because you are my version of giving God something to bless. I didn't know anything about starting a podcast. I didn't mull over it forever. I had three weeks to get it up and running. And here we are, I think about 350,000 downloads a year and one month later. And it's just incredible what has been built here. And you are my real life proof that we don't have to have all the answers and we don't have to know what the next best step is or we don't have to know what the entire thing looks like we just have to take our next best step and this is what's possible so I thank you for being in this community and please remember that I am here because I want to help you live your life's purpose 
find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. All right. Was this episode not yummy? This one was good. This one was good. So I know it talked about, you know, the last 60 days because it was originally aired two months before the end of 2018. But man, you can take this and apply it to the next six months. That not allowing yourself to be paralyzed by confusion, remembering that God knows what you're waiting on when he sees what you're working on. This one is so critical. That's been a big thing for me because I almost allowed a whole situation to distract me from what I knew God wanted me to work on. And I had to just, you know, wake up one day and dust it off and and just move forward, right? And sometimes we allow ourselves to stay stuck or we allow ourselves to pretend that we're waiting on this thing before we can go do that thing. Mm Mm-mm. You got to get up and keep going, right? That that just is what it is. And then the last part was just about, are you willing to invest in yourself? Like, what does that look like for you? Lots of yummy stuff here. So come over to our free Facebook group. We have the Redefining Wealth community with Patrice Washington on Facebook. We'd love to have you over there. Let's talk about what stood out to you in this episode. What are you committing to? What are you committing to just pushing forward with? so that you could give God something to bless for these last six months. I know I might've threw you off the first six months. I got it. We all get it. But now, how do we move forward and still salvage what's left of 2020? There's so much we can do. So come over, discuss, find some friends, get some accountability. It's a beautiful international group, highly engaged, love the people there. And we're starting back with our pop-up purpose trainings where... Some of my graduates from some of my communities, either Command the Stage or Purpose the Platform, actually deliver these really amazing trainings, absolutely free. I think it's first Tuesday or second Tuesday. I always mess it up. I'm not going to lie. Just come over. Just come over and see what we got going on. We would love to have you there. And we'll be back next week with another amazing summer rewind for you. So stay tuned. And I will see you on social. Until next time, go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.